Hi and welcome to the Dave Geese Screenwriter Podcast. I am your host Natalie Campbell-Reed and thank you for joining me today. So for today's episode I'll be talking about key lessons I've learned from Aaron Sorkin's Masterclass on masterclass.com and I'll be sharing six things with you that were really impactful for me in taking that course. First of all, I just want to say that this is not paid by Masterclass in any way, it's not sponsored. I've just been on a journey of trying to educate myself in when it comes to screenwriting, when it comes to this world, because I don't have any formal training in screenwriting. Everything I've learned has been me piecing together bits of advice from lots of different places and Aaron Sorkin's Masterclass was one of those and I wanted to share it with you really because it's one of the courses that I've taken that has been the most transformative and has helped me the most in terms of my writing and even just to add a little extra pizzazz (laughs) in terms of why I'm talking about this. I actually did Aaron Sorkin's Masterclass. I got a free 14-day Masterclass pass and that's when I did Aaron Sorkin's Masterclass, so I didn't actually pay for it. And that is an available option to you too because I do a free trial. So I have dropped a link below so that you can have a look at that if it's something that is of interest to you. So maybe this podcast is a sign, maybe you've been thinking about doing it, you aren't really sure, you were kind of just waiting to see this is your sign to do it because it is a really good masterclass. So anyway, let me stop waffling and let's dive in. So here are the six things I learned from Aaron Sorkin's masterclass. Number one, you don't have an idea until you can use words like but, except, and then. One of the reasons I found this so transformative is because I use a project management tool called Trello to map out all the different stages of a project. So taking it from like idea to a finished script. And one of the things I was getting really frustrated with, with my initial sort of workflow build out, is that I had this ideas list and I've just been dropping in any and every idea that's come into my head into that list. And then the idea is that you take ideas from that list and you start doing research on them or building out characters and plots and worlds but that's basically meant to like carry through to becoming a full script and what I realized was that all the ideas in my ideas list just weren't they just didn't have enough in them and they felt more like the seed of an idea rather than a fully fledged idea itself and I don't know if that makes any sense to anyone else (laughs) and anybody outside of my own head but let me give an example actually that's probably the best way to demonstrate this so hold on I am just getting up my Trello board so I can literally give you an example of what an initial idea looks like um okay this is a good one so one of the, my ideas, in inverted commas, is what happens when we sleep? <laughs> now, the reason I laugh is just because what is one meant to do with that? Like, it literally doesn't really, it doesn't give you much. And so I was just finding myself in the situation where I, I, I was telling myself I had all these ideas, but I'd go into my ideas list and be just very confused and very lost because my 
ideas list is really a list of what ifs or like this thing or I saw this thing happen and it was quite interesting I would love to write a story about that so they're kind of I guess they're like half-baked ideas but I the best way I found to think about them is as seeds so when Aaron Sorkin said that you don't have an idea until you can use the words but except then I was really just able to let go of this notion that what I had called an ideas list they weren't ideas they were seeds and they were going to need a bit more nourishment for me in order to become ideas so that enabled me to rename that Trello list from ideas to seeds and then really just update my workflows. Second, diagnose. When you see something that doesn't work, figure out why. I haven't actually done this yet and I'm, you know, I'm just going to be straight with you. I haven't done everything. (laughs) I haven't taken every piece of advice that has come my way. I haven't, but it is something I am keen to do because you know when you've watched something you've read a script and for you it just hasn't worked and I think a lot of the time I know I'm guilty of this I don't know if you are too but I won't really think much of it past that point and Aaron Sorkin just advocates for looking at why it is you don't like that thing diagnose what doesn't work figure out why it doesn't work why does that not appeal to you how would you have written it differently how do you think it could be improved and that's another way that you can improve your writing so that is a to do for me I need to I need to have a look at some shows or stories that just didn't resonate with me or land really well and ask myself that question why The third thing I took away, and I love this one, I absolutely love this one, is how he described the three-act drama. And he described it in the most simplest way that is just so accessible. So he says, act one, you chase your hero up a tree. Act two, you throw rocks at them. And act three, you get them down. Or not. And I just never heard acts explained so simply. And now it's like when I sit down to scope out a piece of work and figure out where the plots are going to fall or how I'm going to structure it, I just think, okay, first I've got to chase them up a tree, then I've got to throw rocks at them, then I'm either going to get them down or not. And that just, that simple thing for me it's just so easy that's the thing I love about how he described that it's just that it's so accessible for my brain to just wrap its head around it's like it's not someone's talking about here's your inciting incident and here's your exposition and here's your turning point you know that there are those are all words that don't really mean anything to me but when you say okay act one chase your hero up a tree act two throw rocks at them and act three get them down or not. Very simple. (laughs) I feel like those are great instructions. So I just, I really loved that. Number four, most of a writer's time is spent thinking, not writing. (sighs) This was like a beautiful revelation because I was really getting into a space where I was getting 
a bit down on myself not in a not in a super heavy way but just in the sense of feeling like every day I needed to be I was going to say putting pen to paper but I, it's really keys to keyboard to final draft <laughs> something like that every day I felt like I should be in final draft I should be writing because to be a screenwriter is to be writing and when Aaron Sorkin said that a lot of writer's time is is spent not actually writing but thinking it just helped me to broaden my understanding of what a writer does and what writing looks like because a lot of my process is spent in the planning stage because I'm not a panther sorry to any panthers out there who thought I was I was on that side of life I'm really not I really like knowing what the story is who the characters are what's going to happen before I start typing it up and even then I still find like when I'm typing it up there's still so much to discover and work out in that process but I like knowing where I'm going at the outset so to understand that I don't need to be in final draft every day writing something to understand that the writing process is much broader than just writing was really helpful to me because then I was like okay then I can everything counts you know all those that those researching but not extreme researching you know just enough or creating characters or looking at um or looking at different plot ideas all of that is part of writing so I was just really thankful for that that bit of liberation number five focus on things that can give you a sense of progress and I think this is so important because I can see very easily how this is an industry where you're kind of constantly working but not really seeing improvements or not really knowing how well you're doing and all those kind of things or how far along you've pushed especially because when I so again I'm going back to my Trello workflow uh, my first project got to the end of the workflow which is getting feedback and then obviously I got the feedback and had to go into rewrite so then that project was pulled right back to the beginning essentially because I was starting all over again in some senses and so it felt a bit like have I made any progress here? But I find things that are useful that give me a sense of progress are, in Trello there's like a comment section. So I like adding comments in there every day I work on my project so I can sort of see that building up over time. And that for me is progress. I also like using checklists because again, that's just a sense of progress when you're ticking things off, you know that you've moved from one point to another. One of the other things I like to do to give myself a sense of progress is simply celebrating the small wins. So, you know, writing a page today or getting feedback in and all these things that are just markers. I think it's useful to think about all the different milestones. And I th- I also think as a writer, it can be easy to full prey to just focusing on the big ones right so like I don't know did this piece of writing get me an agent or has it won me an Oscar (laughs) or anything any of those things but more I want to encourage you to get more micro 
So just thinking about on a day-to-day basis, maybe maybe even just looking at like habits you want to establish as a writer. So have you pushed forward your project in some tangible way today? That can be reason for celebration. So those are some ways that you can focus on gaining a sense of progress with your work. The last point that really resonated with me from Aaron Sorkin's masterclass is he said to type up a script that you love. And I'd never thought about this before, but it makes so much sense. So he described it as being a sort of form of osmosis and like absorbing all the amazing tricks and tips of writers you love. And so I actually started doing this with Jimmy McGovern's script for Time, which I really loved. I read that cold. And I think it's one of the first scripts I read cold and just absolutely fell in love with the show. And I was like, I've got to watch this. But more so, I I read all the scripts before I actually watched the TV show. And I'm glad I did it in that order because the scripts really hold up on their own. It's, It's quite nice to read a script that's really strong and then watch the show and have it be just as good. And actually, I'm doing the same thing now with Happy Valley, which... I know some people will find unbelievable that I haven't watched, but I've heard amazing things. And having read some of the scripts so far, I'm really excited to actually watch the show. But yeah, through that through that process of sitting down and I had Jimmy McGovern's script up on my iPad and I was just typing away. It was so cool because it was like watching the show in slow motion. And I can't really describe it any other way than that you really are just watching it all play out in your mind through your fingertips onto the keyboard and you're just seeing things that maybe you just didn't see in the beginning because you're reading but when you're actually having to slow down to read something and type it out again you just capture so much more of a story so I really enjoyed that process of typing up a show that you love and I think that was a really great advice um, that anyone can take. So what are my overall thoughts on it? I think you already know. I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic course on screenwriting. I highly recommend it. I liked also that it included some writing room sessions where they read a few pages from each of the writers in the room and dissected it, which was really useful to to what and more than anything I just really love that Aaron Sorkin uses very simple and accessible language and I think when you're learning anything especially if you're learning something for the first time it's so useful to have someone explain it in a way that your brain can actually digest it and that's what I would say about that masterclass it felt particularly special because I didn't feel like I had to work very hard to understand what he was saying So yeah, if you've been thinking about taking Aaron Sorkin's masterclass, I'd totally recommend it. Go for it. See if you can do it on the free trial. Um, Save yourself a bit of coin. Why not? And let me know how you get on. Let me know if you've taken it already. I'd be really interested to know what you learned from it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Debut Screenwriter Podcast. It is always a pleasure and a joy to have you here. If you haven't already, please subscribe because it would just be great to know how impactful or useful 
this is for you. And if you're feeling extra special, if you're feeling extra charitable, feel free to drop a review wherever you are listening to this podcast and follow me on Twitter if you'd like to engage. I'd love to hear from you and just grow this community and share in this journey together to getting our works published.